follow the Four Corners Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, Four Corners Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Podcast Four Corners. And check us out on Instagram, Four Corners Podcast. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. I want to take this time to apologize to the television audience for what they're about to see. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Four Corners Podcast. I'm Shad here with Matt and Brad. We want to say thank you for being with us. Gentlemen, how are you doing this evening? Doing good, Shad. Well, I'm glad to see that you guys didn't get any um, ideas from last week and die chasing hookers around with a baseball bat or anything. (laughs) Yeah, it just, just didn't hold much appeal. Covered in baby oil. Yeah. I think he was covered in cocaine too, according to the vice thing, but <laughs> Jeez, Pete. Um we want to say thank you for being with us. We'll do our quick shout outs. Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand, collar and elbow brand.com. Use the promo code for Corners Podcast. That's the number four capital scene corners capital P and podcast. Save ten percent off your order. Matt, other shout out. Shout out to Orlando Cologne. Um I, I hear he's really good at video games. Oh whoa! And I don't know what he's. Uh, I wonder what he's playing during this uh, quarantine lockdown. Why, Matt? That sounds like a segue. It's a segue. <laughs> Brad, what are we talking about? So uh, I think we all live in states that are starting to. Well, I know my state's been slowly, re- slowly removing restrictions for about a month now. I think Shad's state is on similar trajectory to mine, and I think Matt just got released from the worst of the lockdown. So with, uh, with us slowly regaining some mobility and freedom to our lives, uh, I think it would, it'd be a good time to kind of reminisce about the last almost three months of our lives and talk about some video games that got us through the quarantine, because I know I played an unhealthy dose of video games and I really did take a chunk out of my backlog for the first time in years. (laughs) All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go around and we're going to ask. I, I think what we'll do is we'll hit what the big ones were for our uh, for our, our quarantine time and um, kind of work from there. So, Brad, why don't you start us off? What was your big um, what was your big uh, game of choice in this uh, time period? Well, I think it would be what a lot of people picked because it seems to have become kind of the cultural phenomenon of quarantine, and that would be Animal Crossing uh, New Horizon. Okay. So if you haven't played Animal Crossing before, you pretty much, in this one, you get, like, you go to an island, you get a house, you buy stuff to put in your house, you pay off your mortgage, um, you expand your house, and then you buy more furniture, villagers move in, you can, you know, design your town how you want. And, you know, people come to your island and, you know, one day a guy might come in, like, selling you extra shoes. There's a a skeevy fox that sells you art, but it might be, like, counterfeit art. 
And you just kind of sign on every day. You fish a little bit, um, catch bugs. You make some money and you pay your house off. And it's really easy to sink a lot of hours into. I think I think I checked before I came on the show and I've played 80-ish hours during quarantine because <laughs> this came out like towards the end of March. I, I, I am, I'm going to be honest with you, kind of surprised that the big takeoff, one of the big takeoff hits for this has been, has been homeowner the game. But <laughs> It's charming though, like the, 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 the other villagers all have personalities and you can go to other people's islands and things like that. My wife plays it too. We, we played a lot of the 3DS version and the Switch version has been quite good. So yeah, I'm I'm not being fair by trying to to be funny and turn a joke. So I apologize for that. You have to play I... it though. Like it, it you either going to get it or not. Like I, I can't blame anyone that would absolutely despise this. But you know, there's events too. Like you know, Easter came around and they had like Bunny Day with special furniture and stuff. So uh, for some reason, I just haven't been able to pull the trigger on this. I don't know if I would like it, but maybe I would. Um, I have a I have a friend who actually he works for Discord, and he is a he's big into video games. He actually used to work for um, for Microsoft, and I mean his his career is basically in the video game industry. I can't I imagine he'll probably continue on that track. Um, and he actually lists that as one of his, if not the game of the year. So it, I mean it's. It's clearly had a, has a huge following. Like there, if you go on social media, a lot of people are playing this game, talking about this game. Oh, there's like celebrities playing it. Oh yeah, you told a story about um, Elijah Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell the story? <laughs> I know the okay, story. Okay, so, <laughs> so um, so 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 part of the game is this um this little boar called Daisy May comes on Sunday morning, and she sells you turnips. So you buy turnips for such a price and then the turnip prices change every day so you try and buy them at a low price and sell them higher so kind of a a scam to animal crossing is to get on social media or there's a there's like a site called turnip exchange and you find someone that has like a really high price for that day so like you buy them at 90 per turnip and then you find someone's island that's selling them for like 500 per turnip and then you go make like a couple million dollars doing that. So this person had advertised their price and they get a DM from Elijah Wood. He's like, Hey, uh, can I, can I come sell my turnips at your place? So Elijah Wood like literally came to their Island to sell his turnips. And like, he asked like, Hey, can I, can I take some of your fruit? And you know, that's the story pretty much that a celebrity came to their Island and he was like really nice to them and sold his turnips and left. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean there there's a lot of celebrities who are just they still act like just regular folks so it's nice to hear those and you know it's cool so, like you go to someone's island you'll get like ideas like i went to someone's island and they had these really cool water waterfalls so i went back to my island and made them and you know i've, I've made roads for my town and i saw someone that had this really nice town square so i went back and did that like it's it's a time waster, but it's fun. Like it's your own little world and you, you can like, I have an orchard with all the different fruits. So my wife and I can pick it every three days. I have like, I have a wrestling ring 
in like a gym in my basement of my house right now. Okay. And uh, you know, it's just it's just the weird stuff you can do. I have like a wrestling figure in there too. Like you can get like a lucha mask. It's it's just really fun. I it's it's charming, but you might you might hate it. Like I'm just gonna warn you now. <laughs> That's an interesting endorsement, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it, I I think it's a caveat you have to put on there that it is it is a great game, and you could literally sink hundreds of hours into it, but. You kind of have to get over the hump with it. Okay. And because it's hard for me, because I this is like I've played every game in the series, so like my wife and I know how to make money in it, so like we already have our houses fully upgraded because we've played the games before. So we are just like, oh yeah, I'm hitting the fish. I know what fish I need. Like you know, if you've played before, you can really hit the ground running, which makes a big difference. Oh okay. They're more about that learning curve, right? Yeah, yeah. And they change, like, and there's characters for the game, like, that appear in every game, and they have, like, a character arc, so their lives, like, kind of progress as it goes on. So, there's, like, kind of a whole world around it, too. Fair enough. So, Matt, what has your, uh, game du jour been? So, I don't really have a ton of games I've been playing, because, um,. I have a a six month old, so that's when we started this whole quarantine. She was only like four months old, but it's uh, it's kind of difficult to play until she basically goes to bed. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing, uh, I guess, a couple contemporary games. I'm still working my way through um, Zelda Breath of the Wild because I've been I haven't even like started. I haven't. I basically stopped advancing the the main plot. I think I've got, I've defeated like one of the guardians. Have you gotten the master uh, the, sword yet? The, because then you don't have I, to deal with I did get, weapons. Yeah, I did get the master sword. Um, I actually put some effort into um, getting enough hearts because um, that's what I, I I defeated one of the guardian beasts, and then I've basically just been like trying to do all the shrine quests to get as many hearts or um, stamina vessels as possible. Uh, and I'm still working my way through that. I'm basically going through every different section, every different uh, tower to get all the different shrines and, and hearts and all that stuff, spirit orbs. So I've been kind of like just putzing through that. I mean, that that alone is like hours upon hours upon oh, hours. Yeah. And just like <clears throat> and just um, trying to track down the Deku nuts. Mm-hmm. But so I have a question for you um, and your opinion on it. What do you feel about the people that complain a lot about the weapons breaking? I mean, literally, like, the first time it broke, I was like, what the hell is this? But then it's not difficult to get other weapons. And I think it... it I actually like the, the, the mechanic. It it teaches you to actually, like, manage your weapons well. Like, there... If, if I'm just, like... Tr- you know, putzing around, like enjoying the whole um, open world sandbox aspect of it, hunting for things like hunting for shrines, looking for like uh, the Korux, um, stuff like that. And then I will use like a lesser weapon. If I know I'm going to be actually facing a, a more difficult enemy, if like some of those um, shrine quests when you have to face the guardians. Oh yeah. Some of those are rough. 
yeah, I'll use uh, I'll use like maybe one of my stronger weapons uh, to make sure that if it's gonna break, at least it's like one of the the better weapons that actually do more damage for that. You just learn how to do it. Like I think I think that's kind of like a silly complaint. I can understand if you have like a if you, I mean, what do what do they want to do? They want to only use like the most powerful weapons. Like it's this whole part of the the learning curve of the game. And see, I felt like where I didn't agree with that complaint is as soon as you get a red moon. You go, oh, I remember there were a bunch of night swords. I'll go kill those guys and have a bunch of good swords again. Yeah. Like, I felt like past the initial thing, I never was wanting for weapons, and I was never stuck mm-hmm. with, like, a club. Like, I always had, like, a couple of good weapons on me. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard to basically keep your... I, I pretty much always have my weapon um, inventory completely maxed out. Yeah. It, it, well, At any given point. I, and that turned into I needed I started just targeting Deku nuts because I needed more inventory. Mm-hmm. It's funny um, your description on that reminds me of a a complaint that I saw someone make about a game that I play a lot. And if if I say the guy's name, I don't want anyone to burst into flames or, or you know flip out on me or anything like that but um apparently keemstar started playing dead by daylight at some point and started just i mean bitching up a storm about the fact that there weren't enough pallets in the game and the response he got from everyone was basically then get good scrub because there don't need to be that many pallets you're doing something wrong if everything you need to do, if everything you do, you need a pallet for, then you're doing it wrong. So it, that's the the complaints that you guys were talking about kind of reminds me of that. It's like, yeah, well, then if that that's the game mechanic. And if you don't like it, then you need to, to learn to deal with it. Well, the Zelda Breath of the Wild, I think, is a little different. Like, if you played Witcher 3, the mechanics of the battle system are a little familiar, but... You really can't be overly aggressive or you'll get eaten alive. Like, you really have to be a counterpuncher. Like, you kind of have yeah. to put your guard up. You kind of got to circle and be, like, really cautious. Like, the first time you run into moblins in that game, they'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you learn how to be essentially almost like a defensive fighter. Because you, you learn to pick and choose your uh, your spots. And, I don't think and it's that's just the style of the game it is. So complaining about that, oh, I, I, I can't play the way I want to. Well, that's not the way the game is meant to be done then. And uh, maybe you need to put on your big boy pants and deal with it. Well, and some some right? of the some of the the machines you run into in the shrines are brutal, like absolutely brutal. Oh yeah, the uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't really made a concerted effort to. Um, attack them, but the Lionels are like I don't. I haven't defeated one yet. I they were really tough. Yeah, but that's a good choice. I really, I really dug that game. I need to get, I need to actually finish it and get into the DLC on that one. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to get the, I need to get that DLC. I need to get that expansion pass. But I was gonna work my way until I was a little bit. Um, closer to finishing it yeah 
I have like three more games I play unless we want to like do a round table and just go around. Uh, let's. let's you... We could we could go around and then like get back to it. I think. Do you want me to do my uh, my big one for this, and then we can go around round table some of the other ones we've been doing? Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, so my big one in this whole thing has been playing Borderlands Three, um, which is at least to me it's kind of amusing because I was in a place where I didn't play. I played Borderlands One and and quit on it because. Oh my god, the the controls drove me nuts. The fact that there it, it was a game where navigation and knowing where you're going was was such a big part of it and it it seemed to me like the uh the UI for your maps and stuff was just unusable. I had a better the, time with that one on PC than the Xbox. I originally played it on Xbox 360 and did not stick with it and then i played it on pc and it was a little better well this i was playing on pc so like i'm trying to to make my way along and go find something but the fact that the map did not um the map didn't give you an indicator where on the map you were and uh where when you were going somewhere like you didn't have you couldn't set your own waypoints or anything like that like it, it frustrated me enough that eventually i was just like okay i'm done and I have I have a friend who um, he's done some work with Gearbox, and he was like, "Well, you know, would you be willing to try it again?" And I said, "Well, yeah, I'd be willing to." And um, so I tried it again, and uh, Borderlands Three cleared up like a bunch of my issues, but it's also been. Um, it's been a really engaging looter shooter kind of thing. Uh, I'll say this up front. The story is... I, I have uh, bones to pick with the story. And it's irritating and it aggravates me. But there are characters I really like. And like the gameplay itself is good. And even if you, even if you get to a point where it feels grindy, it's not like wow grindy or anything. So it stays fun. Um, one of the things you will run into if you're playing it right now is they've got two events going on. One of them is the um, one of them is the loot the world event. So it, it would go through different worlds in the game, and different areas would spawn. Like certain weapons were more likely to spawn in certain areas. So if you wanted a better pistol, you play in this area, right? But what they did is they dropped the cartel event well the cartel event is basically scarface in borderlands and they're going to be they're going to be just random enemies running around that have like these like bright neon lights on them and if you take one of them out then they drop this little homing thing and it summons in more of them uh it only does it once it doesn't do it like for every one of them you drop thank god but eventually you get to a point where you have to you go and raid the compound if you go raid the compound, you have an opportunity for some broken weapon drops. One of them is called the Yellow Cake uh, Missile Launcher. The Yellow Cake Missile Launcher is not just a 
not just a missile launcher because in the, there are different weapon types in the game, so it's a radiation weapon type. But if the enemy is at 90% health or more, it can triple or more the damage it does to that enemy. And with a heavy weapon with a rocket launcher, then that's like one hit kills on a bunch of stuff. And then there's another one that's – it's and they, they have different names and adjectives and stuff, but it's called the OPQ assault rifle. Um, and I was like 10 levels above an OPQ assault rifle that I had picked up at one point, and it was still the best weapon that I had in my arsenal. So there's some stuff that's not balanced real well, but the game is still fun. Uh, so just put that out there. If you're looking for, for a looter shooter to play, that's a good one to go with. That one also benefits from it's not trying to keep you online forever, so it actually doesn't really force you to grind endlessly like other yeah. games. You can play it offline. Um, so it's that's... That's nice. Um, it's got some some pretty good graphical requirements, but it's it's stylistic in its color shading, so playing it on the lowest setting doesn't really hurt you much. And it's it, if you're thinking about PC, it's not particularly optimized well. It's a little better than it was, but I think you need fairly beefy specs to even get it to run halfway decently. Yeah, well, like I run mine on the lowest settings. Just because then that way I'm not going to get any lag anywhere, and I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So. I need to get started on I have it on my computer. I think it, I even have it installed, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. Well, give me a shout. Maybe we'll uh, we'll, we'll give it a run together and see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so the other one, I actually just started playing this about a week and a half ago, but I've been playing it a ton the last week is a Splatoon 2 for the Nintendo Switch. So this is a third-person shooter. And you play these little weird squid people and you get, like, these crazy little weapons. So the, the primary, like, type of game is you're on a team with three other people against another team and you're just using your guns to paint the stages and then the team that can paint the most of the stage in, like, three minutes wins. And then if you go into ranked, they do, like, some different stuff. Like, there's one where they give you, like, a square, and the team that can control that square the longest for five minutes wins. And there's one, like, with a tower, and one where you're fighting over a gun to try and paint the stage. And then there's also, like, a side cooperative one, which is called Salmon Run, where you just... You're pretty much killing zombies to get eggs and trying to get so many of a certain type of egg in like like a couple minutes. And then you do three waves of that, then you make money. So then as you level up, you get new gear. The gear really doesn't matter. Like You just want slots to get rolls so you get attributes from them. And then you get new guns as you level up. And the guns do crazy weird things. Like, they get a little better, but it's more about a preference thing and what your style is. So, like, you might have, like, your standard, like, automatic gun. I use, like, it looks like an NES zapper. It's just, like, a rapid-fire gun. You can get, like, just a paint roller where you can roll over people and it just spreads a lot of paint. And then you can... It's more like a melee weapon. They have, like, a paintbrush that's, like, a melee weapon. They have, like, a blunderbuss, which is hilarious. 
but yeah, that's that's Splatoon two. I've been enjoying that a lot. Actually, to, to speak to my qual to the quality of that game is my wife loves that game and she typically hates any kind of shooter whatsoever. Okay, I was a little familiar with the first one, which seemed fun. It's kind of a continuation of that, I think. I don't think they did like a ton of new stuff with it. They just made like tweaked it and made it better and added a bunch of stages. Okay. What, what Matt, I do what's like, uh... what I do like also is the stages are randomized. Like it changes every couple hours, so you get you don't you don't get like stuck in necessarily a rut with the stages. Oh, okay. All right. I follow you. When you call it a shooter, like what do you mean? It's like a it's third, like a third person. Yeah. A uh, third person shooter. Okay. Like and um, you can turn it off, but like, so the way the control scheme I have, like the the controller has like the axis actually lets me aim so i do all the usual stuff you do like with a third person shooter except the actual aiming i use the controller for okay yeah it's kind of like paintball in its own way but yeah you're just shooting paint everywhere (laughs) matt what was the next one on your list um i'll go with another like contemporary game uh this actually just came out about two weeks ago but i played a little bit of streets of rage 4 i don't know if you guys recall the streets of rage franchise i do that was big on the uh the sega genesis back in the day Mm -hmm. uh i they they did a another sequel to that even though the last game came out like i want to say maybe yeah mid 90s so this is a it's like 25 years later they're bringing it back but uh it's it's just a fun game. It, it plays mostly like the old Streets of Rage games, which are just kind of like uh, side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Uh, it's got four characters you can uh, you can choose to play through. Um, basically, every level uh, you get, I think, three or four lives. Uh, you got the capacity to add lives depending on how many points you get. Uh, your lives essentially. Um, kind of refresh at the end of each level. So if you kind of you lose a few lives, which is sometimes easy to do depending upon uh, the enemies you face, uh, then that kind of refreshes at the end of each stage. So you have kind of like a fresh start again. Um, it's just fun. It's uh, the graphics on it are pretty good. They're more um, they're like clearly they're hand drawn. So it has a I don't want to say like a cartoony feel, but a little bit like it, but it's also kind of just like playing almost like an anime. It's a, uh, it's good. It's, it's a fun game. If you liked the original series, which I did, if you liked games like final fight back in the day, um, it's still more in that vein. It's kind of like a, like a retro throwback, but I don't know. I really, uh, I really enjoyed it. I haven't played a good beat em up in a long time. I think mm-hmm. I was telling you when that came out, I think the last one I played was the Scott Pilgrim game for 360. Mm. Oh, what was the last last released beat-em-up I got into? Oh, wow. That's a... I'd have to do a lot of hunting to see if I could come up with that. That's... I don't have any idea. I used to... Uh, those used to be... I'll tell you, I'll tell you my two favorite beat 'em ups are both arcade games, and it was um, the X Men arcade game and the Simpsons arcade game. Oh man! Oh wow! 
Those are two great ones. Man, that's some uh, that's some nostalgia right there. Oh yeah, that's old as dirt. Um, and that 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 wow. X Men arcade cabinet was the best though. That six player one, if you were lucky enough to have an arcade with that. Oh yeah. Getting the six player arcade was awesome, but you just you didn't see that much. No, it's usually the the lamer. The four player. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you another great one uh, that I was obsessed with. It was. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love if that. You have, yeah, they, um, I would say, you know what? It was hard around where I was here in D.C. area. It was hard to find the Simpsons one, although I, I, I did play that with my friends. My God, we like, I think we beat that game, but we threw in a lot of quarters. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that final, that alien at the end is rough. Yeah. Um, I played the X-Men arcade game. They actually... I think they actually had that at a like a local bar here uh, not that long ago. Uh, but there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one in um, God. I want to say like a, at a Chuck E. Cheese here <laughs> in DC. And growing up, I played that a lot. Like I love that one. It, the 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 Super Nintendo version is better, but <laughs> Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo is one of the best beat 'em ups of all time. Mm, yeah. yeah, I remember playing that a lot. You know, um, one of our friends, Damon Gonzalez. I think he, um, I think he might have got a Turtles like a uh, uh, game cabinet. Oh, really? I uh, maybe he didn't, but he, I, I know he's like kind of big into getting the game cabinets, and he's like modded them to add games. So uh, I've seen I, seen some where people do that with like Raspberry Pis and stuff. I have a, I have yeah. a, I have, I think I've se- sent you guys pictures before. I have like a mini arcade. With, like, the stick and everything mm-hmm. that's, like, a Raspberry Pi with a bunch of stuff on it. Yeah. I think you sent that to us once. Yeah, I'm actually interested in getting one, uh, but that's basically, like, when my wife and I are renovating a house, it's been, it's taken, like, it's taken almost a year. But once that's done, I might have a little more space, so maybe, maybe I could uh, flirt around with getting, a like, a uh, game cabinet and then adding games to it essentially mm-hmm. you can, but right now in a, in a small apartment that's not there's no space for that what, what a lot of guys do um metal jesus rocks on youtube has has a video about them building one you can pretty much get like the cabinet you put a pc in it and you put a screen in it and you get like the other components and then you pretty much run the pc like a main box and you get like a ui for it to look pretty and then you can have like a whole arcade cabinet doing that Hmm. That would uh, that would probably be what I would investigate. Um, I've just got to that that that'll be down the line. Because you because a lot of places like if you have a micro center near you, they sell kits for the the arcade oh. cabinets. Okay, that's interesting. I'll try and remember that in the future. Yeah, I, well, I did a lot let's, of. Let's inv- be honest. I'm just going to ask you what it was whenever I, that comes. I did a lot of investigating, but the one I got actually fell into my lap at a work auction, and I, I somehow got it for I think like 220 bucks. Mm-hmm. Which, um, to do the work on like to do the individual work would have been more, and this was pre-programmed. So I I went ahead and like got it. So I'm happy okay. with it. Well, cool. 
next one that I'll drop in that I've been playing. Um, let me look. I want to make sure I'm looking at this right. Is it's going to be of uh, ones I haven't talked about before? Will be uh, Divinity Original Sin Two. I'm not real far into it, but it is just from the fact that I'm I'm just in the first area, just wandering around Fort Joy and the interactions and the way stuff's laid out. I can already tell that this is going to be a very immersive, entertaining. Um, you know, the whole thing just seems to be done really well. It'll be really immersive and really entertaining and really fun. So, you know, big props to them for that. Um, I, I, I want to dig into it some more, but it's an as time and I guess time and interest permits, because with the other stuff I've been playing, there's going to be, um, you know, there's a new Dead by Daylight chapter coming out for their fourth anniversary, and there's rumors swirling, because it's, it's going to be a licensed character, but no one's entirely sure who it is and all that kind of good stuff. I've, I've actually played uh, the first one a bit on Quarantine, uh, but I kind of I kind of got waylaid by other things, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, it happens. Sure, it makes sense. Sometimes it's easier just to play the Switch because, like, with my PC, I want to put my headphones on. Like, you kind of get tight. You kind of get. I'm more like you got wi- settled in. Yeah, I, I'm more wired in, and like that's like a. If I'm gonna play my PC, I want to be able to like park it for like a good four or five hours. Like that's a whole evening. Like if I'm gonna play my PC, whereas. Like, the Switch I can kind of come and go from, so uh, my PC sometimes doesn't get played enough if I don't feel like, (laughs) really like, you know what I mean? Like, the PC's like, I'm going to kick up my feet and I'm going to like, I'm going to, maybe I'll get an adult beverage from the fridge and um, just sit back and chill for the night. Yeah. And you know, that's just not an every day kind of thing sometimes. I'm, I'm hoping because here during this quarantine time my wife and i have been moving stuff around at home so a lot of our house actually looks worse than beforehand because we're trying to take the time we've got and and do some stuff with it um but in my my den area i have a desk set up with with a tv and all my consoles so i'm hoping to get my console desk set up with all of my old console stuff and, um, you know, my, my desktop is in the same area and that sort of stuff. And hopefully get everything uh, put together with that. Bless you. Because I really want to get back into those uh, those old, old THQ wrestling games again. Oh, yeah. Those are awesome. All right. What's, what's, the, what's the next go around? So, I, you know, I really, I really focused on knocking off some shorter stuff on my backlist. So I... Um, Let's see, what did I enjoy? Katam- Katamari Damacy, I actually played and beat that on the Switch. I really... I, I That is a stupid, stupid game, but I loved every second of it. Because <laughs> so what, what that game is, is you, you start like as a little ball, and you, you're a little guy, and you're rolling it around, but you start picking things up. Like, you might start picking up paper clips and stuff, and then it gets bigger and bigger. And then you might start picking up, like... 
I don't know, rats. And then you might start picking up like flowers. And then you might get so big that you're picking up people. And then you might get so big that you're picking up buildings in the clouds and like islands. And um, it's just ridiculous. And I, I just would giggle like an idiot. Like if I was rolling around the beach and I'd pick up some person and they'd scream while they're getting absorbed into this massive ball that I'm just pushing around. Okay. And it's got like weird, cool music to it. And it, it's just a fun, stupid little game that uh, you can kill a couple hours playing. But I, I immensely enjoyed that. And that one's old. That's like a remake of a game from like the early 2000s. Yeah, I think that was a GameCube game, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was a PS2 game. I think it might have been on GameCube as well. <laughs> okay. I, I never played it, but I had some friends who did, and one of them complained how to get the music stuck in his head. So it, I had never played it before, but it was like one of those... Um, you know how you have that like list of, oh, I'm going to get to that one day? Yeah. And I finally got to it, so. Cool. Matt, what's next on your list? <clears throat> um, I'll just do the last two games that I played. I have a, I have a ridiculous backlog of older, like older games, games from like a decade ago. Yeah, that right I just, there with you. Yeah, that I just basically never played through. Um, or maybe played through, but didn't really like devote a lot of time to back in the day. Uh, but I am playing through Batman Arkham City, which mm-hmm. is the second game in the Arkham series. Uh, and I also have played through Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Um, I actually I beat uh, Modern Warfare 3, but usually with the Call of Duty games, uh, at least the ones that actually have campaigns, they're not just like multiplayers, I play through the game once just to kind of get the feel of it, enjoy it, and then I will play through again, trying to get all the intel items, slash I play at the uh, the highest uh, difficulty setting. I play like a veteran, mm-hmm. uh, just for the, the challenge of it, which, uh, not that I'm, this is not bragging, but I never felt like, I don't feel like the veteran levels are that challenging. Like, there are definitely times where I will have to play through a section multiple times because I will get killed, but then you kind of figure out the pattern and, you progress but it's fun um i think this it kind of concludes the modern warfare storyline i actually thought it was well done so i was happy about that i'm still playing through batman arkham city i think i'm getting close to the end actually but uh it's a really good game i actually i feel like i probably like batman arkham asylum more the first Mm -hmm. game but uh it's really really solid so yeah, those were excellent. I, I I remember playing through the through those. I've been thinking about buying like the collection on my PC. I know Asylum. I I really enjoyed Asylum and City, but on the other hand, I also don't have a compulsive need to be a completionist. So I know some people that just absolutely like grind their teeth to dust trying to pull that stuff off. Isn't isn't the last one night not very good? I don't know. Uh, It's the only one I think I've heard any complaints about. But, uh... They need to do a Superman game of that quality. 
How about just a Superman game that's better than Superman 64? God, that was awful. I mean, there's a Superman arcade game that's decent. And there was the death of Superman beat him up, but I don't think that here's a frustration. Great though. And you could only play it one player. You could not. You couldn't alternate who you were playing, and um, you couldn't play it with a friend, which is part of the fun of of beat 'em ups is to to team up with someone. But um, the last one that I'll do. Um, it's it's not going to be a singular one, but it's a line of them. Is um, one of the ways of I've, I've kept in touch with with friends and, and family and having a good time is to play some Jackbox Party Pack games with them. Uh, and they've kind of been running rolling sales on the different ones. Um, you 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 probably want to poke around a little bit and and see if if you're looking at getting one of the party packs, look at it and say, hey, you know, if I don't like Pictionary style games. Maybe I don't want to get this one because it's got two or three of those, those in it. Are those just the you don't know Jack games? No, those are in like Jackbox Party Pack One has you you don't know Jack, but it has like for example it has Fibbage. And whenever you play, whenever you're playing these, basically your your phone is your controller. Uh, what I've been doing is I would uh, start up a stream in discord or zoom or whatever that acts as because the idea is if everybody's sitting in the same living room then you throw it on a computer or on a tv screen or something like that and everybody uses their phone as the controller but you you know as long as you can stream the screen to other people then why not and you go to jackboxgames.tv and you put in the little code that's on on the screen you're looking at and so some of them like Fibbage, they're going to say you're going to they're going to give you uh, a phrase and they're going to say either complete this phrase or what's the answer to this question. And the idea is that you're trying to put in lies that other people will believe are the truth. And so as a player, you gain points for either picking up, picking out the correct answer or having people pick out what your wrong answer is. OK. And um so you know it's a fun little party game, and um, let's see, there 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 are different variations, and then there are some drawing ones. Um, you know, there's Word Spud and uh, what was that one called? Drawful, and there's there's a few Fibbage one, two, and three, and and some stuff like that. But they're they're fun party games that there's no reason why you couldn't stream them. Okay. Well, uh, is that that about what we got, guys? Uh, we, I, I'll, I'll just throw like a quick one out because you're you're having doing that with your family reminded me. My wife and I have been doing a weekly Mario Kart Saturday night party. Uh huh. So, with you can go into a room there and like people that are our friends on the Switch will join the room and we just race against each other and throw turtle shells at each other for a couple hours <laughs> on Saturday. Turtle shells and profanity. Well, actually, this one guy and I made someone's teenage son rage quit one night because he was <laughs> he was literally leading the whole time, and we both like red shelled him, and he came in third. Nice. Yeah. So th- I mean that that's Mario Kart. Yeah. It's always easier to take the lead than keep it. So 
Yeah. Actually, if so, you can get far enough in the lead, you, you're pretty clear sailing because everyone else just blows each other up and you're too far ahead to, to get affected by anything. I don't know if I told this story, but I once... Um... I once actually broke the AI in the original Super NES Mario Kart. I got I don't know what I did, but I ended up getting so far ahead that I won the I won the race by like 45 seconds. Nice. So There it is. Well, guys, um I got one more. Go um, for it. Well, I haven't actually played this, but I'm going to give it kind of an honorable mention as a game that I Actually, I'm super curious to actually try and play, mm-hmm. uh, given the implications and the, uh, the the connection actually now with wrestling. But King of Fighters All Stars uh, yeah. is, I believe, a mobile game. Yeah, I wasn't even mobile. aware that it. I wasn't even aware it existed. But uh, if if people are aware of the King of Fighters series, uh, it's com- it's done by the SNK company. Uh-huh. Uh, they it's. The series is basically they're a series of fighting games, but uh, much like with Street Fighter, there is kind of like a meta plot that kind of progresses, and there's a there's kind of fighters that continue on in the different uh, versions of the game because there this this game series has gone back I think it's like the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're actually yeah, and it's a uh, SNK is a Japanese company. It's it and these games are very. They're very focused on like the Japanese market, but they have been uh, they have been translated into you know English and they've been they've been sold to the United States markets for for years and years and years and they do have a distinct following and I actually I actually like the King of Fighters franchise. I'm not really big into fighting games, but back when I was, I actually think that the King of Fighters series was actually more interesting oftentimes than a lot of the other fighting game franchise franchises out there. Mm-hmm. Um. So they they put out a mobile game, uh, and I guess the big reveal this month was that they have six different uh, WWE uh, stars slash alumni who actually are playable characters in the game. Uh, Kofi Kingston, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, John Cena, Undertaker. Uh, I think that's everyone. Trying to see. King of Fighters All-Star. Let's see. I think I have a King of Fighters game for my Neo Geo Pocket Color. Probably. They they even put like a one or two different King of Fighters games out for like the Game Boy Advance because I remember playing that. Uh, it's, it's, did, I, did I mention The Rock? The Rock is also part of that. Uh, Rock, Cena, Taker, Rollins, Lynch, and Kingston. Mm-hmm. It it's I I'll, I'll say because I just brought up the Neo Geo Pocket Color, one of my favorite games, and it's it's a long-forgotten game that has some popularity online, but um, SNK vs. Capcom, the card game, is amazing. You know, I've heard of that, but I've never played it. It's like I haven't a, either. It's like a little TCG. It's very basic, but you get, like, Capcom characters, and you can, you can pick, like, a Capcom or SNK version, and then you get more cards by beating people. So it's just like it's like playing a little TCG on your on your little mobile huh. thing. Yeah, that was actually one of the things that I liked about the the King of Fighters franchises is that you could they they would throw in 
characters from like other SNK games. Like Fatal Fury and um Yep, Fatal Fury. Like you could play as uh, Geese Howard. Geese Howard would have a team. Uh Art yeah. of Fighting. If anyone remembers that. Yeah, Art franchise. of Fighting had uh Garcia and um Oh god, what's your name? Have you uh have, Matt, have you looked into the SNK collection on the Switch? No. You should check that out. Because it has hmm. it has Crystallis, which is a really underrated action RPG, but it has one of my favorite SNK fighters because it's actually kind of pro wrestling ish, but it's King of the Fighters. I uh, know King of the Monsters. Oh yeah. Have you ever played that, Matt? I don't think so. So essentially, in that game, it is a fighting game, but you're two kaiju, so you're fighting in a city and you can like throw buildings and knock buildings down. But there's like a grapple system. And um, you pretty much do wrestling moves on each other, but it's a really fun fighter. And there's like a there's like borders that you can bounce off of, kind of like ropes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it. And like the there's like tanks and stuff that um, attack you and all that. Yeah, I remember that one. That was fun. Yeah, I was seeing if the King of the Fighters are on the. Let's see. So. It has quite a bit of stuff, actually. It's mostly older stuff, though. I don't see, like... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see a lot of the fighting, the newer stuff. But yeah. I'll have to check the, the fighting game out on the on the mobile to see how easy the WWE guys are to get. Mm-hmm. I think Rock and Cena come unlocked to start with. Okay. So. You got that going for you at least. Yeah. So do we have any other, other quickies before we want to log off for the, the evening? Um, not really. Uh, I've been playing the stuff we talked about tonight in addition to the stuff I've already been playing. So we're we're kind of looking... I'm looking down the road to see if the next expansion is uh, for Dead by Daylight is Candyman or not. But uh, we, we don't know yet, so be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, hopefully we've given you some recommendations uh, for things that you could you'd be uh, you could pick up and and enjoy, and then um, hey, what is something that you, that you want to recommend? Hit us up on social media on any one of our accounts. We'd love to hear from you. This is Shad here with Matt and Brad. We've been in three quarters. You're in the fourth, and we will see you next time. <laughs>